happening welcome to the coven of awesomeness podcast this is episode 118 louise it's been a long time how the heck are you i know it feels like so long since we've last spoken to each other because you've been off gallivanting on your travels (laughs) Uh, i am well i've had quite a quiet week actually which has been good um because next week's going to be really busy and then i'm also gallivanting so i'm super pumped for that i'm just trying to get through the next week so i can go on my holiday Mm -hmm. yeah we're recording twice next week Mm -hmm. so i'm sorry that i'm part of the reason that you're extra busy but no that's i'm super busy just even if we weren't recording (laughs) twice next week i would still be super busy um but it'll be worth it when you're relaxing on your vacation it absolutely will be uh how are you this week I can relate to that super busy feeling because I'm on the other side of that. I, in my timeline, I just got back yesterday afternoon and I had a workshop to attend this morning, uh, which was great, but I was also the person bringing the cakes. Yes. So I had to come home last night or yesterday afternoon. I got home and had to make muffins and blondies got to make muffins and blondies i was really pleased to be able to do it because people loved them and mm-hmm. were very happy and that made my leo moon heart sing mm-hmm. um but yeah it's just been like full on from the moment that i walked in the door so yeah which isn't really the vibe you want when you come home from a holiday is it you want to just <laughs> kind of continue that relaxation i know for a fact that that exact same thing is going to happen to me when i come uh-huh. home from my holiday because i come home on the tuesday at like 1am in the morning Ooh. and i have to drive to inverness that night for work <gasps> the following day <laughs> no. because i am terrible at managing my own diary oh, so no. um, that's way worse than what i had to do yeah but that means that i will get to take those hours back at the end of the week so I'm gonna finish early <laughs> that week mm-hmm. as well whereas so. my husband on the other hand you know didn't have to go to work today and has the whole weekend to just chill out yeah so. it's nice for some uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well it's that time of the month again it it's is time for witchy would you rather oh yeah do you have a witchy would you rather for me I don't know how witchy it is yeah. but uh, it involves potentially supernatural powers. So. Okay, okay. Would you rather be able to speak any language mm-hmm. or be able to communicate with animals? Right. I already know my answer to this one because <laughs> I have always wanted this. You know, I've always wanted to just like be able to go somewhere or even if you're out and about where you live and there's people speaking another language and for you to just be able to understand them and to immediately communicate back with them in their language so i'm gonna go with that well well that was easy yeah i would love to be able to know what my dog is thinking mm-hmm. although she doesn't have many brain cells so it's quite apparent <laughs> what she's thinking a lot of the time like today she was out in the garden and i was going out so i needed her to come inside because i don't i would never just like leave her in the garden while we were out with like the door locked or whatever and i went right dora you need to come inside and she looked at me and got up and went to move to the back corner of the garden and I was like ah get inside and she like turned around and slunk back in and I was like I can see your one brain cell process and what it's about to do there get inside this house <laughs> um but yeah I would love to be able to just 
like understand other people's Mm -hmm. like languages and to be able to speak to them in their language as well i always think it would be like such a power move if you were like away somewhere and people was like bitching about you in their (laughs) language and you were like Uh you just turned around and were like excuse me bitch but i speak portuguese or whatever it is in portuguese (laughs) like fluently um i think that would be that would be such a power move i think yeah that would be pretty baller. Yeah. I mean, I think that would be a really cool power to have as well. My favorite characters in any Star Trek series, it's always the communications officer. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I do think it's really, really cool people who can speak a lot of different languages because I can't. Yeah. I, I feel like I am pretty damn good at English. Like I am well above average at speaking my own language. Mm-hmm. But I can't speak any other languages, and that makes me sad. But also, like, being able to speak to animals like an actual fairy tale, which would be super fucking cool. Yeah, to just, like, have a conversation with your cat. Mm-hmm. Or, or send send a crow to do your bidding. Yeah, yeah. There's a guy on TikTok who apparently has worked out what his cat's meows mean like what the different meows mean and he communicates Mm -hmm. to his cat with the i don't know if it the cat (laughs) looks perplexed most of the Uh time um you can never tell if it's the cat going what the fuck are you saying or if the cat's going how can how do you speak my language (laughs) (laughs) you know i cannot i can't tell what the cat thinks at that point in time again because i can't speak to animals right um yeah that would be quite cool to like chat to an animal and see what it's up to even if i could just like yell at the seagulls outside my house that are like mm-hmm. screaming at four in the yeah, morning you and tell them like, to shut the fuck up guys actually listen to you people are trying to sleep can you <laughs> fucking stop please oh my god and they'd be like oh sorry yeah but i like you just have so much respect for people who speak like more than one language i remember having mm-hmm. a conversation with a parent at one of the schools i worked at and you know english was their second language and she was apologizing for not being particular like you know mm-hmm. maybe perfect getting, yeah perfect english, english. Uh-huh. and uh everyone in the room like luckily it was a really nice group of parents but everyone was like excuse me please do not apologize to yeah. us like not a single one of us in this room can speak another language and you can speak at least two like mm-hmm. please do not apologize for not but i know that people don't always get that yeah you know get that opinion mm-hmm. from other people there's a, a well-known story from the uk of a man in wales who was on a bus and there was a woman and her child and i think she was wearing like potentially like a hijab like um and so essentially they weren't white and they were speaking not in english to each mm-hmm. other on this yeah. bus in wales and this man turned around and was like if you're gonna live in this country you need to learn to speak the language and someone else turned around and went she's speaking welsh <laughs> and obviously yeah, I think you've told yeah, that story before this man who was like on the bus in wales who obviously didn't uh-huh. speak his own language <laughs> yeah like, was telling her off for not being able to speak the language um but yeah i think it's really cool people who can speak multiple languages i wish that i could um, yeah, and if you can speak Welsh, I'm super impressed because that language has a lot of letters. It's all of the vowels and Ys next to each other. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, yeah. It's so weird. Um, Makes yeah. no sense to me. No, so kudos to you. Kudos to you if you can speak any language, particularly if it's Welsh. Yeah, love that. Would you like to hear my would you rather? 
I can't wait. So mine's is quasi-related to the topic at hand today. Would you rather never be able to cry again Mm -hmm. or cry every day at a random time for 20 minutes? 20 minutes? Yeah. That's a fucking long time to cry. It's a lot of crying every day. But then, Are we talking like sobbing or just tears? I mean, I think, I don't think it would be full on sobbing every day, but I think, you know, oh, I'm getting a wee bit teary here, you know. And you never know when it's going to happen. Yeah, completely random. That Anything seems can set, super know. inconvenient. But then I feel like that's just human emotion, isn't it? Like, because I could just, sometimes you're just watching the telly and something happens and you're like, wow, that was rough, now I'm crying. <laughs> and I was not expecting to cry at this moment in time. Um... I also feel that, like, human beings are supposed to cry. Like, Mm -hmm. it's a natural human function to, like, release tension and energy and stuff like that. So, like, if you just never cried again, I don't think that would be good for you either. Yeah, I'm also, like, I'm concerned about... (laughs) I'm such a weirdo. Uh, I'm concerned about, like, do your tear ducts not work? Yeah. Because that would make your eyes really, really dry. Yeah, you'd still want your tear ducts to work because otherwise your eyeballs are going to dry up and crumble to dust. Turn into hard little marbles in your head. Yeah, but just not actually be able to cry from your tear ducts. Mm-hmm. If it's just to not have the emotional release, I think I'd have to go with n- never cry again. I'm not much of a crier anyway. Like, stuff has to really, really like build up pretty intensely before I'll cry about something. I am a crier. I um I cry. If it was everything. five minutes every day, maybe I'd consider that. But twenty minutes is a hell of a long time. Twenty minutes is a long time. But then I feel sometimes sometimes maybe we don't cry enough. Sometimes I mean I don't disagree with you. Yeah. If I I think if I could guarantee what time it was gonna be at, like every night when I like do my meditation or whatever, mm-hmm. if I could be like, I'm just gonna have a little cry now, then yeah. and release that that tension, then maybe mm-hmm. that would be good. But I think the the randomness of it, yeah, <laughs> is like oh, we're doing this right now in the middle of a meeting, okay, right, like, yeah, yeah. Um, you could be driving, yeah. You could be in a restaurant. Crying while driving is really hard. Uh huh. Because you're, it's you're not trying safe. like really hard to keep your eyes open and like drive <laughs> and focus on the road. Because um, I remember there was one time we were going through a bit of a rough patch and like a, a just in our personal life and a song came on in the car and I was listening to it and I was like, nope, <laughs> not today. <laughs> I cannot deal with you right now. <laughs> not listening to that one today because this is a bad idea. Um, and then we had to move on from that because I was like, I can't cry. <laughs> On my way to work in the car. Mm-hmm. Stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. I think I would pick the crying everyday one. Just for like the emotional release. Mm-hmm. I think that would be good for me. I think I would just have to explain to people. Just so you know. <laughs> I am an emotional wreck. And therefore I might <laughs> cry. Please just ignore me if I do. I'm fine. Could you class it as a disability? I wonder if you could. Yeah. Yeah, you and know, then your like, boss has to give you time off at work. Yeah, you know how like um, in schools, kids would get like toilet passes if they mm-hmm. have like you know a, a need where they have to go to the bathroom. 
Because you get like a crying pass. Like, mm-hmm. oh, it's about to start. I need to leave the room. <laughs> yeah. And get a little pass to go in. I would totally abuse that. Yeah. Be like, oh, no, I'm so sad. <laughs> <laughs> I need to go and lie down in this room for 20 minutes. <laughs> Have a nap every single day. <laughs> this meeting is so boring. Oh, yeah. I think I feel I the tears think coming I'm going to cry with boredom. <laughs> Yeah, I'm going to go with crying every day. Yeah, I picked the opposite. Yeah. I'm done I'm done with this crying nonsense. Yeah. I'm over it. Absolutely not. None for me. Thank you very much. Uh, so the reason that I picked that would you rather mm-hmm. is because our topic today is all about mental health. We're talking about witchcraft for your mental health. Because mm-hmm. it's almost Mental Health, World Mental Health Day, which is the 10th of October this year. Oh, okay. Yeah. I can never keep up with when all of those days are. I don't know. I'm assuming you know because you work in mental health and you're planning a bunch of stuff for it. Yeah, it's my job to know when World Mental Health Day is. Yeah. <laughs> we are planning a bunch of stuff. We're planning a very big launch, actually, for World Mental Health Day. Um, so I, I know. I couldn't tell you when, like, World National Dog Day or whatever is, but I can tell you when the mental health ones are because... I need to know those. You have to do stuff. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. But we've talked so many times on this podcast about how witchcraft has helped us with it Mm -hmm. on our mental health journeys. And I thought it would be useful for our listeners who potentially, well, I mean, that's the whole point. Everyone has mental health because Mm -hmm. a lot of people just assume that mental health is bad mental health. Yeah. But you know, everybody has physical health and at any one time your body is in a state of physical health, whether mm-hmm. it's good, bad or indifferent, Yeah, your mental health is exactly the same. We all have mental health. It just looks different at different points in time. Mm-hmm. Which is why I get frustrated when people, and I'm, I, I'm sure I've said this recently, but it's actually really inaccurate to say, like, I have mental health issues because, as you say, mental health is a state of like being i think the difference in terms of like you get diagnosable mental health conditions Mm -hmm. and then we all have mental health so like if you think about it in terms of physical health you can be having a bad physical health day without having a condition Mm -hmm. and you can have a condition and be having a good mental, like, physical health day. Mental health works the same that you can have. You have, it's almost like a continuum of, of like, a, an axis. So you've got mental well-being versus mental health condition. So, mm-hmm. yes, I have a diagnosis, but I have high mental well-being right now. Or mm-hmm. I don't have a diagnosis and I have high mental well-being. Or I don't have a diagnosis and I have poor mental well-being. Or I have a diagnosis and I have poor mental well-being. Um, so, yeah, you get, obviously, like, diagnosable issues like bipolar and you know, generalized anxiety disorder and depression mm-hmm. and things like that. And then everybody has days where they feel anxious or down or these sorts of things. But again, as a society, we quite often like to use words like, oh my God, I'm so depressed. Mm-hmm. When maybe we're just not having a great day. Yeah. It's not necessarily clinical depression, but mm-hmm. we're not having a good time. But there's lots of words like that that people like to use. Like, oh, I'm so OCD. Mm-hmm. OCD is actually an anxiety disorder. Yeah, that doesn't look anything like social media makes you think it does. Yeah, it's really, really serious for mm-hmm. some people um, in terms of how it affects their life. It's not just the whole, I like my house to be clean. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like to yeah. have things in patterns or whatever. That's not necessarily OCD. Yeah, people have 
overwhelming, intrusive thoughts that are debilitating to their day-to-day existence. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, like we all have mental health, but we don't all have a diagnosable mental health condition. Yeah. I want to ask you about something that I didn't put on the outline because it's just occurred to me, but I've been seeing recently people in the spiritual community mm-hmm. online saying things like, anxiety doesn't exist. Depression doesn't exist. It's all just in, you know, a figment of your imagination and you can just like meditate it away. And well, I can kind of see some of their argument may be valid and worth discussing. Like, personally, I don't find it helpful to say to somebody who's experiencing anxiety, you don't actually have anxiety, anxiety doesn't exist. Yeah. I, as a mental health professional, I would love to hear your thoughts on that. Yeah, I think that's bullshit. Um, f- there are certain, as we just talked about, everyone has mental health and there are days that you will feel anxious and there are things you can do to help with those feelings. Things like meditation can help when you're feeling Mm -hmm. anxious. If you have a clinical diagnosis of a mental health condition, yes, again, things like meditation, whatever it is, and again, it's got to be person-centered because it's got to be what works for the person, Mm -hmm. but you can't tell somebody who's got clinical clinical depression, it's all in your head. Mm -hmm. Like, And even, (laughs) the other thing is, even if that was true... As you said, how is that helpful? Yeah. You're caught co- you're just you're causing yourself this. Do uh-huh. you know what I mean? Like it's your problem. You're the only one that can fix it. Some people need to take medication. Some people have chemical imbalances in their, their mm-hmm. bodies and their mm-hmm. brains, which can lead to mental health conditions. For some people, they are going through fucking horrendous things in yeah. their life. Mm-hmm. And to say you can just meditate and it'll make it all better. It goes back to the idea of sometimes spirituality being good vibes only type (laughs) shit. And you're like, yes, while we will talk about how it can be helpful to reframe your thoughts and to not always focus on the negative stuff, that negative stuff is always going to happen to us. That's that's what resilience is. Resilience is Mm -hmm. not about... People like to say resilience is bouncing back from things. That's not necessarily the case. Resilience is being able to continue to go through your life when shit things are happening to you mm-hmm. and being able to continue on, not being able to bounce back and be fine afterwards because there's lots of things that are going to happen in your life that you're not going to be fine afterwards. Mm-hmm. But how you continue to move, and I think that's what witchcraft can help you with. It can mm-hmm. help you build the resilience. It's not necessarily going to cure your mental health condition, yeah, but it can help you build resilience. Uh-huh. I really appreciate um, people like... Gabby Bernstein, like, I don't agree with 100% of what anyone says, but I don't agree with 100% of what Gabby Bernstein says. But I do really appreciate that she's someone who says, medication saved my life. Yeah. And if you need to be on medication for your depression or your anxiety or whatever, it can save your life. Take it. Do all of your spiritual work in addition to working with your therapist and taking the medication that you need to save your life. Why can't taking medication be part of your spiritual work? Yeah. I am taking this medication to better align with myself, to take care of myself, to give my body what it needs. That's what we're doing with with witchcraft and spirituality as we are making the mundane magical. So why Mm -hmm. isn't it, you know, for people who drink a herbal tea in the morning and and stir an intention into it, why can't you have an intention when you take your anxiety meds? 
Yeah, you you 100% can. Yeah, make it magical. And it doesn't make you any less magical because you have to take anxiety meds. Like, there's probably actually more people out there who can do with the anxiety meds and who are trying not to take them. Um, And yes, there are, you know, maybe once you're at a certain point in your your journey, you might feel like you don't need them anymore. You've found other coping strategies. Mm -hmm. Some people will need to take them for the rest of their lives and that is okay. Mm-hmm. you don't need to and, and people will make you feel bad and you're pumping your body full of this and yeah why don't you just meditate why don't you just go outside why don't you just take a deep breath why don't uh-huh. you just fuck off yeah <laughs> stop telling me how to live my life uh-huh. like we as a society and i talk about this all of the time because of the type of job that i do when we're looking at coping strategies different things work for different people mm-hmm. and basically witchcraft is just a series of coping strategies that we develop and just because I like meditation doesn't mean that you're going to like meditation or the different things that we're you know kind of both into I have a house full of crystals and you don't like people are into different things and that's also Mm -hmm. okay we can't really say we can suggest things to people and we can say have you thought about meditation Mm -hmm. maybe try it see how you go with it there's here's different and also like here's different ways to do the one thing i think a lot of the time we we say this all the time there's no one way to which you think that you have to do something a certain way and when it doesn't work for you then it doesn't work for you but like Mm -hmm. you can do a moving meditation of sitting still yep too long doesn't work for you you Mm -hmm. can do guided you can do solo you can do breath work there's so many different things but people just say have you tried meditation Mm -hmm. what does that mean yeah (laughs) yeah i always think of that movie soul the pixar movie Oh, I haven't seen that, but I've heard it's good. Oh, yeah, it is good. So in the afterlife, there's this place called The Zone. Mm-hmm. And living people can go into The Zone. It's basically, it's flow, right? Mm-hmm. But it's this beautiful cartoon depiction of that state that you enter when you're in flow, when you're doing something that you really, really love. So Mm -hmm. the main character in this film is a jazz musician, so he can go there when he's playing the piano. But there's also a guy who can go into the zone when he is spinning the sign outside of the pizza place. Mm -hmm. That's his his meditation that's his flow yeah. is spinning the sign right any but everybody is going to access that um state of higher consciousness mm-hmm. or in a different way and yeah. there's however you need to get there is how you get there yeah absolutely i don't think that we should be telling people that there's specific ways to go again as we've said multiple times on this podcast we wouldn't be doing witchcraft if we wanted people to tell us what to do yeah exactly <laughs> we'd be doing other things um we want to do whatever we want and however we want to do it mm-hmm. exactly yeah. uh so i asked you a question that wasn't in the outline but now i want to ask you a question that is in the outline because i think it's funny i love this i know what you're gonna say because i've read the outline yeah that is funny mm-hmm. isn't witchcraft just uh for sad goths who love being depressed anyway how can yes. they improve their <laughs> mental health if they're just always trying to be sad that is like that is <laughs> I love that. The answer is yes, friends. Um no, it's not. And I think that's the thing about modern witchcraft that people uh-huh. are coming to realise that witchcraft is not and I think there's this like it's like a Venn diagram, isn't it, of like goths, witches, and then there's the space in the middle where there are goths who are witches. Mm-hmm. And then I think it's a pretty sizable crossover. Yeah, it's quite quite a sizable crossover. But then there's all of the people who are witches who are not goths and mm-hmm. all of the goths who are not witches. Like yeah. it's you know, 
people who are into kind of alternative things potentially are just more open to the idea of alternative spiritualities. Mm-hmm. And also the idea of being a goth is not that you want to be sad all the time. Yeah. <laughs> like, again, people are drawn to things that speak to them. I had this conversation with somebody recently about what an emo was. And I was like, essentially it's short for emotional, but it's, you know, a stereotype of people who listen to a certain type of music. The stereotype being that they're all really sad, that they all self-harm, blah, blah, blah. And that stereotype exists because for quite a lot of them it's true. (laughs) Because they're drawn to a type of music that speaks to the way that they're feeling, dressing, that you know, in ways that they, they like to dress or that speaks to the way that they're feeling, wanting to be different from other people, all of that type of thing. Um, but like, I mean, if you look at me and you, like people would say that I'm a goth because I'm always dressed in black. I've got tattoos, pink hair, piercings, things like that. You're not a goth nope. in the slightest, but you're a witch. Mm-hmm. And so many people I know, and again, I think it's that misconception of what witchcraft is. A lot of people think witchcraft is the craft or, you know, where we're putting hexes on our friends in high school mm-hmm. or, you know, but actually most people that I know of are using witchcraft to make themselves feel better. They're not using witchcraft to make themselves feel bad. Yeah, absolutely. I don't think I would have been interested in witchcraft if if it was just about, you know, being spooky, watching horror films, uh, being mean to people. Like, that's not the kind of person that I am at all. So if I heard about witchcraft and then I started reading about it and that was the vibe that existed, I would have been like, no, thank you. But I started learning about witchcraft and realized that it was a way to make yourself feel happier. Mm -hmm. And I was like, yes, please sign me up. I would love to feel happier. I would love to be able to create a life that looks exactly like I've always dreamed. Let's do it. Yeah, witchcraft is about empowerment. And I think particularly for people who have been or felt disempowered in their life. So that's potentially why, you know, they're into the goth scene or the emo scene or the punk scene or whatever it is that they're into. You know, they've often felt disempowered in their life and therefore witchcraft being a form of empowerment is exciting to them. That's what they want Mm -hmm. to get into because they want to take control of their own life. They want to... um, be empowered, make decisions for themselves, make themselves feel better. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And I can definitely, I think I've talked about this before, but I can definitely see how, like, if I look at the version of me before I started practicing witchcraft and the version of me now, like, my mental Mm -hmm. health is much better, noticeably better. If you, you know, people who were close to me before, I was very negative, especially toward myself. Um, I felt really limited in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, I was depressed quite a lot of the time. I was anxious most of the time. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, I'm, my life is not perfect, but I rarely experience that sort of ongoing negative emotion. I definitely have waves and moments mm-hmm. of negativity and anxiety and, you know, still sadness and all of those feelings, but it's not a constant weight of, uh, you know, my life is shit, I'm shit, and it's mm-hmm. never going to get better. Yeah, absolutely. I think also something that witchcraft has helped me with is identifying when I feel like that. Mm-hmm. Like I feel more connected to myself. So whereas before I might have been and similar to you, 
there are ups and downs in life. Uh, you know, we talk about the Wheel of Fortune card. The wheel is always turning. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's good for a bit. Sometimes it's shit for a bit. That's how it works. But being able to identify, I don't feel that great. And then having the tools to be able to do something about that. And sometimes, as I said, it's not going to change the situation. You know, we've had bereavements in our, our life over the, you know, since I've become a witch. That doesn't, it doesn't bring people back from the dead. Do you know what mm-hmm, I mean? It doesn't mm-hmm. change those things. It doesn't make a shitty job any better. But what it does is it changes how you interact with that mm-hmm. and, and interact with the shitty things that are happening in your life. Yeah, it's definitely changed the choices that I make for myself because I feel empowered to make choices. I no longer feel like I just have to accept the, you know, the lot that is handed to me. Mm -hmm. I can control, I mean, I can't control everything, but I can take power over what I can control and choose something different. Mm -hmm. Um, and, And that can be something as complex as, working to create my own business so I can leave my job, but it can also be down to simple day-to-day moments where I can say, you know, a negative voice will come up in my head and I can just say, I'm going to choose a different thought. Yeah, or I've noticed times where I've been feeling really overwhelmed, really anxious with things that are going on, and again, validly so, because the thing is, you know, anxiety-ridden, but then it's well, what am I going to do to soothe myself in this moment? Mm-hmm. You know, what tools can I use to... It's not going to make it go away. It's not going to necessarily make my feelings on the matter change. But how can I at least calm myself down mm-hmm. in this moment? So I'm not living in that heightened state of, of anxiety all the time. What can I do to, you know, as we talked about with Lauren Runyon, calm my central nervous system and regulate myself and, and get back to a place where it's not going to be... The, this big flash and neon sign in my in my head anymore we can mm-hmm. sort of put it to the side for a little yeah. bit yeah it's just that empowerment isn't it absolutely uh let's talk about some specific practices that we can use to target maybe not like super specific mental health concerns in terms of like diagnoses and things mm-hmm. like that but feelings and emotions that come up so let's say Okay, so let's take that anxiety, for example. You talked about some of the coping mechanisms that you use. So what are some of the witchy things that you like to do when you're starting to feel anxious? Um, Obviously, I really like meditation, so I meditate every day. Sometimes when you're feeling really anxious, meditation can feel quite difficult (laughs) to kind of like still your mind. Um, what I've started doing recently and I'm trying to do it kind of more regularly is to incorporate like tapping into Mm -hmm. the meditation because it gives you something to do and rather than just sitting and trying to clear your mind you're kind of like saying things out loud so you're you're essentially it's it's a bit like journaling out loud you're saying you're you're processing your thoughts as you go through tapping the different parts of your body journaling I find really helpful I've done it when Renee and I used to work together in the school that I remember one specific instance where I'd had a really difficult um meeting with someone and I came out of that meeting and I just found a blank page in my notebook and I started writing down Mm -hmm. I was just scribbling exactly how I felt and by the time I'd got to I think it was two or three pages along (laughs) I was feeling calmer and you know the even the way I was writing was no I'm strong I can deal with this and you know I'd I'd talked myself back around the other side from Mm -hmm. from what was talked myself back off the ledge essentially um and you know just getting that out because I think a lot of the time what happens is we leave things in our brain Mm -hmm. 
mm-hmm. and they marinate and then they grow and yep. they take on a whole life of their own um, as opposed to actually just trying to get some of that out and actually like working through the thought processes and that sort of thing um, I find really helpful. I've talked about it before, doing a list of things you can and can't control. Mm-hmm which is actually a CBT technique as well, because witchcraft is just CBT with crystals. Um, you know, write down all of the things that you can't control about the situation. So you can't control what that other person's doing or what they think or what they've said or how they're acting um, or, you know, the recession or whatever it is. But what can you control in that situation? And you're, again, we're not saying that these things don't exist and that they're not shit, but we're refocusing on what we can control can control because so often in a, a moment of anxiety we're either focused on the past and things we can't change about the past or the future and things that we don't know are going to happen in the future mm-hmm. it brings you back into the moment of actually yeah. what's happening here and now and i think that if you wanted to incorporate some like witchy symbolism into a practice like that you do something like you you draw a circle a wheel yeah. right and what is on the sort of shadow side of the wheel what is on the light side of the wheel mm-hmm. um so you use that you know that sacred symbolism you could you could even look at it as like um you know, break it down into a waxing moon and a waning moon kind of energy. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you can draw in pagan or witchcraft symbolism into mm-hmm. your sort of standard CBT practices. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of our listeners, Caitlin, said, I heard someone describe witchcraft as spicy psychology, and it's so true. That is um, spicy psychology. Yeah, I love that. And, you know, we here in the witchcraft community talk about, like – Carl Jung mm-hmm. quite a lot like the whole concept of shadow work comes from his scholarship um and there's so much that is tied to mythology and archetypes and universal energies the collective subconscious uh, and all of that that yeah of course it's it's psychology and the changing of your vibration it's not something that you can physically see as far as i know it's not really something that at least the average person can measure it's something that you choose to experience Mm -hmm. so anytime you are changing your vibration you can choose to believe that that is magical Mm -hmm. and anytime you are working on your mind Mm -hmm. uh, you are changing your vibration yeah absolutely i mean and if you want to make it physical so that you can see it you can do things like candle magic you know releasing spells where you write things down on pieces of paper and you burn them you can physically see the smoke drifting up into the 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 universe and see it being released do you know what i mean like if you're looking for a more physical tangible way to actually see that because not all of us are good at imagining things being kind of released into the into the ether or back to the universe or whatever um i think that can be a really helpful way to actually physically do it as we like to do you then flush it down the toilet Mm -hmm. (laughs) and you get rid of it um i love to use essential oils Mm -hmm. so either like on my body or just diffusing certain essential oils that either i have an association with or that are known to change my mood in a certain way so if for example i'm feeling anxious i would look to calming oils like chamomile or lavender Mm -hmm. if i'm feeling 
uh, low and I need more energy, I would look to things like citrus, like lemon and mm. orange or something brightening like peppermint. If I'm feeling just gross, I would look to something cleansing like eucalyptus or pine. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, those scents are really powerful and they work on a, on your brain in a way that is sort of subconscious. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it definitely, definitely makes a difference. Yeah, or even a scent that you like. You know, have you got a candle that you really like the scent of? If you need, you know, that you find really comforting or that you um, find uplifting or just makes you feel happy, like, do that. Music, we've talked about the power of, of music on the podcast as well as a great way to change your vibration, mm-hmm. um, to lift your spirits, to change, you know, how you're feeling, have a dance party. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. like it's a, it's, music is a literal vibration that's yeah. going to change the vibrations in yeah. yourself. Um, when I'm feeling off, uh, cleansing is always my go-to. So whether it's mm-hmm. cleansing my space through smoke cleansing or sound cleansing, or it's taking the time to like, you don't have to take the time to make a bath salt, but like I like to do that to make um to make something that again is tangible that I feel mm-hmm. like I'm putting my energy and magic into and then just having, you know, either a bath or a shower mm-hmm. ritual, light some candles, put on some calming music, make it special, make it really feel like you are deeply cleansing your soul and not just your body. Yeah, you do you have the brown sugar scrub recipe on you? I do. Yeah, Mm -hmm. the brown sugar scrub recipe that's on Renee's blog is fantastic for this because because it uses brown sugar when it washes off, the water is kind of brown, obviously, from the brown sugar. And I like to, that's a good visual representation for me of like all of the like negativity being washed away, like down the drain, because you can actually see like (laughs) the brown water being washed away, which I really like as well. Um, It makes a really good like visual Mm -hmm. representation. We talked with Maggie a couple weeks ago about tea magic. Mm -hmm. And I think that can be a really nice way to sort of reset your mental health because again you can work with herbs that will actually have a physical effect on you and on your mind on your brain um but you can also use like the five or ten minutes that your tea is steeping to meditate to mm-hmm. be to try and calm yourself down to bring yourself back to the present moment slow your breathing whatever nervous system regulation techniques you like to work with like there's that perfect pocket of time where you could empty the dishwasher or you could tend to your mental health yeah absolutely and even just you know we talked about kitchen magic in general with maggie eating something delicious that you love like um or you know as uh, tara from our uh, icoa says eating salty chips because salt is good for grounding and protection <laughs> like do you know what i mean like whatever the flavor of the thing is that you're eating or whether it's just something that you like that that's going to raise your vibration in mm-hmm. that moment like it's okay to do that and just say i need to eat a bit of chocolate just now or i need to have this packet of crisps or this i need to have a pizza for my dinner tonight because that's what I need to raise my vibration. Yeah, there's a reason that chocolate is a cure for dementor attacks. Yeah, because it makes you feel better and raises your vibration (laughs) after you've been around soul suckers. (laughs) Yep, exactly. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think just 
And again, doing things that work for you, I think... I think something that can be really difficult for people when getting into witchcraft, particularly when they want to use it to make themselves feel better, is that sometimes we can think, uh, to be a witch, I have to do X, Y, Z. And then when those things don't work for you, you feel bad because Mm -hmm. I must not be doing it right. I can't even do witchcraft right. Yeah. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I think that's what's so important about witchcraft is that there is no right way to do it and there's no one technique one behavior one activity that you have to do to be a witch that's going to make you a witch as maggie says she stopped associating her witchcraft or you know differentiating her witchcraft activities from her everyday activities because she's a witch and therefore everything she does is magical Mm -hmm. and that's exactly it you know um you don't have to meditate so don't beat yourself up every day if you're not meditating what is going to work for you? What is going to raise your vibration? Mm-hmm. And do that instead. Yeah. And when your mental well-being is particularly low, it can be really difficult to engage in sort of high ritual magic. If you have to do a mm-hmm. lot of stuff to prepare a spell, like you're just not going to be able to do that. So if you take this approach that everything that you do is magical, that every breath you take is a connection Mm -hmm. to the principle of rhythm and, you know, and it is an attraction and a release. Mm -hmm. If you're, you know, every time your heart beats, it is pushing energy through your body. Mm -hmm. Like if you just see the magic in your very existence, um, you're still performing magic even on those days when like showering seems impossible yeah absolutely just getting up and doing one activity whether that's making yourself a cup of coffee or making yourself some craft cheesy pasta or whatever it is that's going to get you through the day that's magical because you're doing it to sustain yourself you're doing it to nourish yourself um and it's about getting into that headspace where everything that you do is a magical practice. Yeah. And if you get to the end of the day and you're like, I kept myself alive today. Yeah. Give yourself a big fat fucking high five. Yeah, absolutely. Because some days it's fucking hard. Mm-hmm. Yep, absolutely. So do what you can, friends. Be kind, not just to others, but also to yourself, especially when times are hard. Absolutely. I think, as we've just talked at length about, witchcraft can just be so helpful for mental health because it's all about empowerment it's all about making your life that little bit more awesome Mm -hmm. even when things don't seem that awesome what is making you feel awesome this week Renee well uh we mentioned that I'm just back from my trip to Copenhagen Mm -hmm. it was great it is a very expensive city uh we got a lot of snacks from 7-eleven uh We ate a couple of hot dogs from street vendors. Mm -hmm. We are not too cool to eat street food. Um, But we also went to a lot of super cool museums. Uh, It's a gorgeous city. I would move there in a heartbeat if Mm -hmm. I had the average uh, Danish income. (laughs) Yeah, if you had the salary of somebody who lives in Copenhagen. (laughs) Um, But yeah, it's it's. Really relaxed. I would definitely recommend a visit there. It's also really easy to get around. We didn't use public transportation except to get to and from the airport. We walked everywhere, which is part of the reason why I'm so fucking tired. (laughs) It's really flat as well. Mm -hmm. Yep. Mm -hmm. 
Um, Good for cycling, if you like to cycle. My favorite thing was, well, cinnamon buns was my favorite thing. But other than eating pastries every day. (laughs) Yeah. My favorite thing was the botanic garden. Oh, yeah. So... They ha- the grounds themselves are beautiful. You can walk around that for free. And then they have a palm house, so a huge greenhouse mm. that you can go into. And then uh, there's tons of just really, really cool plants in there. And then separate from that is another set of greenhouses. And one of those is a butterfly house. <gasps> a Schmetterling house. I love butterfly houses. I wanted to stay there for 100 years. Uh, thankfully, my husband also enjoyed it very much and so he was not annoyed that i wanted to stay there for a hundred years did any of the butterflies land on you they did not i was hoping that they would but there you know there were plenty of much tastier flowers for them yeah to land on um they did have um a little like board that was kind of Mm -hmm. covered that they had gone around and taken all of the cocoons they gathered them and then like pinned them to this board so that the um, butterflies could emerge in sort of a safe space. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But you could actually see, like, one of them was working its way out, and some of them were hanging out, and they're letting their wings dry. Uh, it was really, really cool. Oh, I love a butterfly house. That is so amazing. Yeah, it was totally magical. <sighs> I could uh, – yeah, yeah, I could spend uh, – a hundred years in a butterfly house. I have a very strong connection to butterflies. I've always loved them. And I know it's kind mm-hmm. of cliche, but I don't care. They're magical. Uh, fight me. There's just something about a butterfly, isn't there? Like, mm-hmm. every time I see one in the garden, I'm like, oh my God. Yeah. Just look at this glorious beast. Mm-hmm. And, like, just flapping about in all its glory. I have, when... Not the last time we were at the Glasgow Witchy Bazaar, but the time before that, which I think was a good few times ago now, Atlas Insects was there. Mm-hmm. And I got two taxidermy butterflies in a case, and they are um, like ethical producers of these types of things. Um, and they had this absolutely stunning blue butterfly that I really, really wanted. But I was like, I don't really have anywhere in my house that I could put like a blue butterfly. Mm-hmm. I think about it all of the time yeah. because it was so, so beautiful. Mm-hmm. And I was watching David Attenborough has a show on Netflix just now called Life in Colour. Is that what it's called? And it's about how animals use colour in the wild for lots of different things. Mm-hmm. And I started watching the first episode the other night and there was butterflies in it and the blue ones were there. And I was like, I wish I'd gotten that blue <laughs> butterfly. The ones I got are absolutely beautiful. They're like brown and reds and Oh, mm-hmm. stunning. Yeah. Um, freaked my sister out when she was like, those aren't real, are they? I was like, of course they are. Yeah. <laughs> she was like, ew. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. Yeah, yeah. They, it definitely raises my vibration for sure. Yes. I love that with each little flutter of their wings. Mm-hmm. What's making you feel awesome this week? So speaking of not forcing yourself into doing things that are not working for you anymore, at the start of the year... I bought a passion planner. A passion planner? Mm-hmm. A passion planner. <laughs> I bought a passion planner. And because I had one last year and I really liked it and I used it. I only got my passion planner partway through the year last year. Mm-hmm. Liked it a lot. Got my passion planner at the start of this year. Was using it at the start of the year. And I was kind of tailing off because I wasn't like 
taking it everywhere with me. So when I was like out for work, I wouldn't take it with me because it's just another thing to add to my mm-hmm. massive bag of shit that I have to take around for, with work. So I wasn't really using it and it was falling by the wayside. And I'd only like filled in half of it. So every week I was having to like fill in the whole week of everything that I wanted to do. So then I ended up getting a tablet for university last year, mm-hmm. which then I dropped out and I'm still paying for this <laughs> tablet. So I was like, how am I going to use this tablet? So I used that for work. It has like my to-do list and stuff on it because it's really easy. I can access all my emails and stuff for work on it. I take it with me when I go for work things. It means I don't have to carry a notebook around with me anymore because it's got like a little pen so I can make notes and stuff like that and everything's in the one place. And I was like, oh, I wonder if you can get, because I know Passion Planner do digital planners. I wonder if I could get a digital planner. So I got one off of Etsy, much cheaper than the Passion Planner ones. Mm-hmm. And had yeah, because it's not that. a physical product. Yeah, uh-huh. Um, I, I mean, even the digital one I bought was cheaper than the mm-hmm. digital ones you can buy from yeah. Passion Planner. Um, so I was using that for a little while, was enjoying it. But again, sometimes when I'm out and about, I forget to check my planner and find out what's going on. And I just hadn't been using it for a few weeks. But recently I was like, I want to start getting more organized with what I'm doing, making sure I'm on top of the the laundry and all of this shit in my house. And I was on TikTok the other day and I saw an advert for like an like a an app that's like a to-do list type thing. Mm-hmm. So I had a look at that. It's one that you have to pay for and it was fairly complicated to use in the way that it wanted you to set things up and I found it really hard to change. So I was going through and I was looking for these free to-do list app type things Mm -hmm. and I found one that I really like. And what I really like about using the app as opposed to like the planner is that because I'm fucking lazy, I don't have to go in every week and fill out what I'm going to do. So I have set it up that I'm going to do laundry every second day and it has populated my calendar from now until forever, every second day that I have to do the laundry. I did it on the alternate days that I would hoover my house. So now every other day from now until forever <laughs> says that I'm going to hoover. And so like, if I have specific dates, like on a Friday, I do my Asda shopping, my like online order. So that's in every Friday. And I was like, this is just working so much easier for me. Good. It's making me feel more motivated to do stuff because I don't have to each week go, what am I going to be doing this week? When do I have time to do it? Blah, blah, blah. I'm just, every other day, we're going to do this and this. And on Fridays, we do this. And on Saturdays, we do this. And you can move the things about as well. So like, for example, today, if there was something I didn't do, I could go into it and I can move it to tomorrow. And you can see the day tomorrow and then the rest of the week so you can kind of move things around it has a calendar function so you can click on each day and see what you're doing each day you can put them under different headings so you can have like home work like if you're doing shopping i've got a category for spirituality for like my gratitude practice and all those things you can also set habits on it which means that and you can set reminders for those habits so Mm -hmm. i have now have a water habit set up and it will remind me six times a day that I need to drink water and it's linked because my phone is linked to my watch I get a little reminder on my watch to tell me that I have to drink water and I've just been finding it so much easier to use I always have my phone on me so even if I'm out and about and I don't have my tablet or I don't have my planner or whatever with me I always have my phone mm-hmm. so I've been finding it much much easier to use and I'm feeling really productive good what is the name of the app to-do list app I will send you the link for the app and we can put it in the show notes for people um, to use if they want to use it. I find it super helpful. And yeah, it's just helped me feel 
more on top of things. Awesome. Yeah, loving it. Fantastic. Uh, I I love a to-do list, so yeah, I'm glad same. you found one that works for you. Yeah, I also love a to-do list, so I am very much enjoying it. Good. I like the satisfaction. It comes up with like a little trophy when you cut oh. them all as well. <laughs> And you, like you can share it on social media. If oh you yeah, want to. like <laughs> I never do, but I could if I wanted to. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Well, kids, if you have thoughts on how to use witchcraft for mental health, we'd love to hear from you. Get in touch. Send us an email at awesomeon20 at gmail.com. Come hang out with us on Instagram, where I'm always talking about my mental health. Uh, <laughs> I'm at Renee underscore awesomeon20. I'm at Louise underscore awesomeon20. Uh, you will find show notes with links to everything we talked about in this episode at awesomeon20.com slash episode 118. While you're there, check out the updated list of recipes to celebrate Maybon. Maybon is coming up so soon. Potentially the most delicious Sabbath of the year. Maybon is There are some other fantastic. strong contenders, but... Yeah, Maybon is a good time of the year. Got a lot of good stuff. Uh, I also have shared a recipe for how to make your own braided challah. Oh, challah? Mm-hmm. Which I was like, oh, that's too complicated. Like, the first time I tried to make it, I was like, this, mm-hmm. I won't be able to do that. It's super easy. It no. looks gorgeous. If yeah. I can make it, definitely anyone can make it. It's yeah. so impressive. Uh, you were talking last week about bread dipping season yeah spread dipping season bitches make yourself a gorgeous loaf of challah it also makes a really good french toast um and you'll also find the updated post for those pumpkin cream cheese muffins that made everybody go wild a couple weeks ago yeah love that grab your ticket for my maybon ritual which in my timeline i still haven't planned yet but also in my timeline, tickets are going to go on sale to Patreon patrons tomorrow. Yeah, that's exciting. Get involved in the Maybon ritual. There's going to be gratitude. There's going to be cinnamon. It's going to be great. Yeah, there's going to be something delicious I can guarantee it. Mm-hmm. 100%. I'm really hoping that we are going to get our oven fixed this month. And then I'm going to bake all of the shit. Yeah, do it. I'm going to bake so much, so much stuff. <laughs> It's going to be amazing. Uh, If you loved this episode and thought that it was good for your mental health today, Mm -hmm. you can help improve our mental health and raise our (laughs) vibration by giving us praise. No, go and leave a rating and review on your favorite podcast app to let other people know that they can boost their mental health as well by listening to our podcast. Yep, absolutely. Share the love. Share the well-being with people in your life also if you're listening to this podcast while you're doing something fun for your well-being take a picture Mm -hmm. send it to us we would love to see it absolutely yeah do it if you want to be even more awesome you can join our patreon at patreon.com forward slash awesome on 20 where for as little as one pound a month you can be inducted into the icoa the international coven of awesomeness you can get added to our instagram group chat you'll get to meet the most wonderful human beings we had some really good chats this week actually um some uh coven sisters going through some stuff and we were sharing our advice and sharing tips and tricks and jokes with each other um it's just such a great community to be a part of you definitely want to be there 
If you want to be even more awesome, you can subscribe at one of the higher tiers. You'll get things like moon journal prompts, ad-free recipes, Patreon exclusive recipes, a spell or ritual each month. You can get extended editions of the podcast. If you want to hear my story about the Schmetterling house, then you need to get the extended edition of this podcast. Um, You get extra bonus video content. You can join our book club. You can get money off Renee's Sagittarian Tarot coaching services. You get first access to the Witchcraft Academy events. The list feels endless. There's so much good content to be had. You can also join our book club separately from the Patreon Mm -hmm. at SagittarianTarot.com and you can also join us on Facebook. We have a Facebook page where we just chat shit about witchcraft the facebook page is a closed group but it is not just open to people on patreon anyone can join that we've just made it closed so that dickheads don't join no dickheads dickheads. so we know that that is fine so please come join us on facebook if you would like to discuss witchcraft things yeah we'd love to have you i think i need a nap that sounds like a great idea. I'm going to go and text my sister to see if I can use her oven because there's a specific pizza that I am craving. Mm. Um, and I'm going to ask her if I can buy it and cook it in her oven. <laughs> Are you going to share it with her? Are you just going to cook no. pizza, make her house smell like pizza, and then take your pizza home? Listen, her child, <laughs> she, her husband and her child once bought, brought takeaway pizza to my house but didn't bring any for me. <gasps> so... Because her child wanted to come and eat his dinner at my house and they got in a takeaway, so they came up to my house and I was like, well, it's a good thing I've already ordered my Jeez. own takeaway, isn't it? Um, so yeah, she can just put up with me cooking a pizza. Okay, fair house. enough. She wouldn't want it. It's got mushrooms on oh, it okay. anyway, so... And she hates mushrooms. I'm with... So that's... I'm with her. It's freaking delicious. <laughs> <can't wait. laughs> well, I hope it is the best pizza you've ever had. Uh, it will be. I'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.